is our last podcast of 2023. Yes, yes. We've had some really interesting people, haven't we? Oh, we have. We've had Stephen May, author. Author, yes. Winston Plows, artist. Land artist. Yes, stones and sticks and stuff like that. Um, Roger O'Doherty, Pat Fairclough. Yes, about the book clubs, yes. Yes, yes. We've got a few lined up already for... Next year. Well, they're banging our door down. Yes, to yes. Talk, so you know? in January <laughs> and beyond, you know, you expect to hear something from uh, Moonfall, mm-hmm. uh, nature-based events uh, based in Mythamroyd, and Sustainable Transport, people from Sustainable Transport Organisation, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of open mics. Yeah. So all very exciting coming up. Uh, but we're going to take a break, however... Uh, we have got some exciting news, haven't we? Yes, we'd be hosting our own radio show uh, mm. from uh, just before Christmas, from the 19th of December and weekly after that. Yes. The Calder um, Valley Radio. Yes, Tuesdays, 12 till 2. And it should be on the Listen Again thing as well. So mm. you'll be able to find that, uh, listen to us live, listen to us again. And you'll hear some great music. Any of you who used to listen to our show when we were on Phoenix and when I was on Hebden Radio will know we've got a great collection that we can bring to it. And um, some new music and, but more importantly, new to you quite often. Yeah, and yeah. some local musicians and will be local featured. Local musicians, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And each, each, on each one there will be one of our... Real Voices, Happy Valley podcasts as well. Yeah. So, yes. looking, forward, looking forward to that. But for our last podcast of the year, we talked to Pam Warhurst, CBE. CBE. I know. Yeah, an honour, literally. Don't know what it means, but it's impressive. Pam is the chair of Incredible Edible and several other things, including the Book Festival in Todmorden, mm-hmm. which we both enjoyed this year, didn't we? went to different things at it. Yes. And she's just generally a very public-spirited, community-minded person, down-to-earth and fun, and I'm sure you'll enjoy listening to her. So we're sitting in our front room with Pam Warhurst, who, among other things, is, I believe, you're the chair of the Todd. Todmorden Book Festival. I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Right. Um, and what, what does that involve, Pam? Uh, what does it involve? Um, it involves making sure that there's a wonderful group of people in Todmorden who come with various skills, mould into a programme that will appeal to people who really like to be challenged with literature and people who seldom pick up a book but would find it interesting to actually maybe find the right point of entry to more reading. So we, we try and operate across a very broad spectrum, and that means bringing a number of different people with a number of different views together and producing a coherent programme at the end. So it's a bit like conducting an orchestra. <laughs> well, if I can say from the limited experience we've had, you did a remarkable job. You know, Dave and I, as I said before, split into... You know, sexist um, definitions. And I went to see um, 
Victoria Smith yeah. and her book Hags, which yeah. was fantastic, and the place was full. It was packed, yeah. And Dave went to see someone talking about beer yeah. and working men's clubs. Yeah, and a good time was that bio. It, it was, was, indeed, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I went to the Pete Brown Clubland at yeah. one. Uh, <laughs> strange enough, I didn't buy the book at the time. I have ordered it since have you? online. Uh, because the money I had in my pocket was going to be spent on beer afterwards. Yeah, yeah. no, it was uh, interesting night. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was really interesting. What What surprised me was that um, there's only um, his book and one previous attempt by a woman whose name I've forgotten uh, about writing books about the history of working men's clubs yeah. or yeah. social clubs, as often as they're often called. I think that came out on the night, didn't it? It did and very much so. Lack of the audit trail, if you like, the archives or whatever, about what this meant to people, what it achieved in people's lives, just the stories around it. They're a bit thin. And I think Pete Brown, who um, obviously, whose event it was, has done as much as anybody to try and make sure that we don't forget. And we look at the potential of, of, of such clubs in the future to help communities. Absolutely. And, and a lot of them, the clubs, as he was saying... It's not just about beer. No. There's lots and lots of things go on. There are. Yeah. Though people may have to get over, this is my chair, whether I'm here or not. <laughs> I don't really think that is necessarily underscoring an inclusive agenda. But never mind, we start with what we got. That's not just, that, 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 that's not just, uh, that's not just clubs. <laughs> no, I guess not. We, and I would have liked to have seen <laughs> Mick Heron because oh, yeah. I'm in a, a crime readers oh, yeah. group. Yeah, in at Hebden Bridge Library, it's right. called Dagger in the Library. Right. Which is a great Which name. Which is a great name. It is. And Mick Heron is, like, up there with I'm... all these people who go, and I've never read him. Have you not? No. Oh, well, come no. to my house. I've got every single one. Have I adore you? Mick yeah. Heron. Yeah. yeah. He's one of my favourite characters. And quite frankly, if there's any ideas about... Um, other authors that you'd like to see and other people would like then it's an open door at this stage right okay tell so, us, so, so you're just you taking suggestions yeah definitely throughout this the stage, year yeah. and whittle them down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my attitude about the book I, I tell you why we've got a book festival and it could have happened at any point but i knew the impact that incredible edible ha- has had on todd Mm. It's raised its profile, it's created a sense of pride, it's got people who weren't normally engaged in community groups engaged mm. with a point of focus and a shared joyful agenda, sharing food. So there was something about just making a story up and putting it out there. <coughs> Same with the book festival. Mm. With respect, I thought, right, okay, well, we've got Incredible Edible, it's fantastic. What else can we do for the people of Todd? Mm. Right. Now, as it happens, no surrounding towns have got a book festival. Really? Well, you know, so um, I wasn't going to compete with Ebden Bridge on Arts, was I? So that wouldn't Mm. make any sense. So I thought, we'll have a book festival. Mm. Uh, And it's called a book festival because it's not a literature festival. Right, Okay. It's a festival for everybody Mm. who could benefit from, but maybe has or hasn't had the opportunity to, Feel the joy of reading in whatever form. I I like that because literature festival sounds a bit highbrow, whether it is or not. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that's why it's called the book festival, and it remains a book festival. And that's why, you know, for me this year, one of the greatest joys was, uh, you know, Mick Heron was fantastic, Victoria Smith was fantastic, the poets were fantastic, everybody enjoyed what they had. But Mm. for me, there was a particular. Uh, event that was not highbrow by any stretch of the imagination um, and was 
something that my next door neighbour and other people went to and they came to me afterwards and said, I didn't think this book festival was for me, mm. but I really enjoyed that. It was great. <coughs> you know, and what's interesting is we just need to get over ourselves and our snobbishness about these things and understand that words are everybody's domain and we need to bring people into the joy of using them and reading them or whatever it is through whatever channel we got. So that was, that was great yeah. this year. And this morning, I've just opened a Christmas present that a friend gave to me. I was going to save it, but I couldn't. I'm not going to And it was three miniature bottles of Zinfandel. Right. And I remember years ago with another friend saying, um, let's buy some Zinfandel because Kinsey Malone drinks it. Mm-hmm. And Kinsey Malone was the heroine detective of the alphabet murders. Oh, right. And okay. it was just <laughs> one of those Sue Grafton. Really, Sue Grafton. Sue Grafton. Sue Grafton. died recently. I oh, think. really? Oh, dear. But, yeah. But it just immediately took me back to this. Yeah. I don't think the friend who bought me these had any idea about that. No. But, you know, when something just It's just great. And... Um, you know, and it was one of those where this friend who said, oh, I drink that because of Kinsey Malone. And I, I've never talked to her about the alphabet murders. <laughs> that was the first time I knew we both read them. It's know. great, isn't it, when you but, click on that? Yeah. yeah, when you just click on, a, you know, some daft part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I always thought the alphabet murders were very contrived. You know, oh, the, God, The titles yeah. just had to go from... She died before she got to Z. Or oh, really, that's a shame. Yeah, probably because she would have called it Z, anyway. But, um, but she's entitled. It's from California. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's... Uh, you but know, like fine, I say, whether it's they? contrived or not, yeah. or a bit silly, uh, you can still enjoy them thoroughly. Yeah. And, you know... Pay tribute with you, Zinfandel. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, some of them are, are, are local, not just local people, but hasn't Linda Green... I haven't read any of Linda Green's books, I but have, they're set yeah. locally, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Linda used to shop... So when we ran the bear mm-hmm. in the day, uh, Linda was one of our customers, and we were, um, Heather and I, fortunate enough to have her launch her first book, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with a book reading in the bear. Um, and that was great. And then she's just gone from strength to strength um, and is a really popular writer and an absolutely lovely woman. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it was great yeah. having Linda back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I read her um, her one about Facebook and someone who's died. And I, I can't remember the full plot now, but it's a murder. And then she talks about it on Facebook kind of after she's dead. It's all a bit right. weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Can't she's really be... imaginative, isn't yeah, she? It's yeah, it's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's called After You've Gone or something I think like it that. is. Yeah, yeah. Right. But... John Billingsley's also a local writer, he is. isn't he? Gosh, we could have crammed loads of people into his do. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Big following on myth and folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that was just one that we... So so we started with, with obviously, Steve May, with all the contacts that he's got uh, in the book world. Um, we were putting together... Um, it was a plea, please, please, can I have Mick Heron? And, and he got Mick Heron, which was great. Mm. And then we put other things around it, and then some people cancelled, so we had to replace them, and that's the nature of... 
of busy people, particularly when they've written books and they're politicians. You just never know whether they're going to turn up or not. Um, mm. But then after we got the main skeleton of the festival, people then said, can mm. we have this and can we have that? Mm. And John Billingsley was one of those um, that just someone happened to say, he's really good, he's very popular, why don't we have him? And what a great decision it was to include him. Because mm. it was a, really, it was a packed event at the Folklore Centre, which was great for... Holly's business and great for John's profile and it worked really well for the festival. It, it's very simple. I've uh, very similar. Sorry, I know it's not simple at all. Yeah, to uh, I've organised a couple of, um, some music festivals yeah. and and you sort of you, you try and get the big names mm. that you think are going to sell the tickets, mm. but often and I'm not going to slag off any of the big names here. Uh, I'm going to praise the lesser known ones. Often it's that sort of smaller events in a music festival. It's it's the band you see in a small stage that you've yeah. never heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. That is the memory you take away. Yeah. And it sounds very similar with, it's, with, it's with John similar. and some of the others. Yeah, others. It's, it's similar. And, of course, the way that it works is really simple. It's Rob Peter to pay Paul, really. We, we need the big names, and we're still cheap on tickets. But anyway, <laughs> yes, but we, we need the big names so that we get a revenue so we can put on the free events in the schools and the community. Mm-hmm. So you get supported by uh, Arts Council England if you're lucky. But there's not a hell of a lot of money. And this isn't the Bradford Book Fest, Literature Festival. You know, we're, we're cheap and cheerful. Um, and we know our audience, I think. But what mattered for us was not just those great payable events, but the fact that we had storytellers in four primary schools, um, which were a huge success. Mm. We had Melvin Burgess and Pete Callow in uh, the high school, which was a great success. Um, you know, gets those young readers, those young adult readers really thinking. They're really respectful um, authors and they really engage with the kids. So that was great. Mm. And of course, the big one for us was the poetry from Shay's school through Pete Sanson, who's a poet, and the music for the many who translated the words into music, Daniel Bath, etc., um, and put on that free event at the Hippodrome, which mm. was a sellout. Well, if we'd been paying, it'd been sellout, but it was full. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really good. Charge them next time. <laughs> no, it was really good. No, it is, it is great that, and again, it's part of... That, as you were saying before, about bringing people in. Yeah. You know, you, I know it's cheap. It was only, uh, I think it was five quid for the the Clubland one. Yeah. It's only something similar yeah, for, something similar uh, for what you went to. Victoria Smith, yeah. Um, but when you can put some on for free as well, especially when you're sort of getting, you know, kids in yeah. there, you know, it's, it's, it's a fantastic sort of, you know, accessible way in. Without without a doubt, you know, for people who may or may not go to the Hippodrome or may or may not think that poetry has anything to do with them, mums, dads, aunts, uncles, whoever they were, came and Mm. and had a really good time. And the professionals, so Pete Sanson and Daniel Bath, Music for the Many and the Poet, I think are going to work together in the future because it really gelled. So it started something and I'd love to see next year us have another event like that that was really inclusive bringing kids talents out in a way that can make them proud make them you know give them that sense of achievement which is what they've yeah you know what they've realized because it was brilliant because i went to see uh, we've only lived here a couple of months but the amount of stuff going on in Todd is fantastic 
And I took four of my grandchildren to see um, Joseph and the Amazing Technical oh, yeah. Dreamcoat. And it was superb. Yeah. It really was. And I'm a big fan of musicals. Mm. But also, if I see anyone doing anything really well, mm. especially young people, mm. it was the youth theatre, I start welling up mm. and embarrassing my family. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one in the carol concerts when my kids were little. Soon as they struck up with Little Donkey. <laughs> no good for anything for the rest of the day. You drown them out with your sobbing. <laughs> I know. The Hippodrome is amazing. But the Hippodrome is yeah. just fantastic. It's yeah. a fantastic resource for it's a town this size. I mean, just think about Todd. You know, it's it's kind of like it's a town of tribes to some extent, each right. of which doing their amazing stuff. So you've got the traditional who created the hippodrome, who created the brass band, who created the choir, who created the orchestra. Totally amazing that that is continuing. And then you've got the new kids on the block, if you like, the incredible edibles, the folk festivals, and the, and you know, and, and these are people from the community creating things for the community. They don't necessarily always cross-fertilise, mm. but what it gives you is that huge variety in a town our size, mm. all driven from the grassroots up in the community. Yeah. It's, it, well, I, I hear you say about welling up, you know, when I go to Todd Orchestra sometimes, yeah. I just want to weep because it's so brave and it's so committed and, yeah. you know, and they're doing it for free. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, we obviously pay, but they are giving their time for free. It's brilliant. Mm. Yeah, and presumably uh, the book festival involves a lot of volunteers. Volunteers have been amazing this year. I have to say they're always amazing, but this year in particular... Wonderful woman, Anne, who um, coordinated the volunteers, worked with them, you know, tried to explain what we were doing and that we were listening to their needs as well. Couldn't have happened without the volunteers. Um, and I'd like to think that some of them might like to come on the committee next year, because in February we'll be thinking again about what the Samuel were going to do. Um, so, yeah, the volunteers were, uh, were amazing and I think they get a lot of joy out of it and they certainly give us a lot of joy. So if people want to volunteer with you but aren't sure how to go about it... They just need to get in contact with me, pamwarris at gmail.com. Right. Okay. You know, just get in contact with me and, and we'll have a chat and see how it works because, you know, we need... The, so, so there's a whole range of skills that you need, you know. You need, um, you need um, people who can take control of the technical side of things and the sounds, people who can help with the marketing, whether it's social media or whatever... You know, there's a whole range of mm. abilities needed to pull off something like this. Um, yeah. And the broader the church that you've got, mm. the less that it is on the shoulders of any individuals. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, from February, we'll be cracking on with... And hopefully, next year, I would like to see more focus on young people. I'd like to maybe see if there was an opportunity to get young people from the high school or possibly the college uh, for those college kids who live in Todd. Um, to curate some events. Mm. No point in a 70-odd-year-old working out what a 16-year-old <laughs> wants to wants to hear and see. So I, I'd like to see something proportionate there that wasn't too mm. demanding for them. Um, I'd like to see more, community, more outdoor community events, although that may be limited next year because of all the investment on the town deal, which will be potentially digging up a lot of the middle of Tomlinson and improving mm. a lot of community buildings. Is that a scary thing? It was for us when we saw... It's not scary. Development, it's... town deal, well, it was for me. Anyway, yeah, yeah, thinking, yeah. Oh, 
They no, don't want to dig up the market, are they? No, it's when we actually, <laughs> as Viv said, we've only lived in, in Todd for about two, two and a half months. Yeah. So we were looking for houses. Yeah. So one we quite uh, fancied. Uh, that was really close to the town centre. Right. Uh, above a row of shops. Right. And, or above and behind a row of shops. And we thought, I wonder if this row of shops is going to be here in five oh, years. Oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to scare anyone yeah. and say, oh, that's a danger. But we no, thought, no, no, no. So can you reassure? <laughs> yeah, I can absolutely <laughs> say this is one of the best things that will happen to Tom. Really? It's a huge opportunity mm. to see a real turnaround in Tomadon, to see more people come into the town, more businesses successful, more kids wanting to stay with their jobs in the town, a better, vis- you know, visually, more green infrastructure in the middle of town, more vibrant market, more people cycling, more people walking, but not, you know, um, forcing people into Lycra that don't want to be in Lycra. You know, <laughs> hopefully, in what what I'm hoping to see in, in the deal is... Um, the sorts of positivity that can come through when you see some real investment in the town that is driven by the community, not the council. And um, and from that, get other people thinking, oh, I want a bit of that. You know, so just yeah. as you've moved into Todmorden, other people move into Todmorden, people think about opening businesses in Todmorden, more local cafes with local food in Todmorden, whatever else it might be. Now, my point about the, the deal was that the Hippodrome's getting some money so that will be shut for a period of time. That won't be a venue available to us. The town hall is getting money, so mm. that won't be available to us. There'll be um, work going on around Bramps Square and Pollination Street to actually make that an enhanced area so that people are attracted to the market because we're a market town. You know, we've got a market hall. We need to make sure that it's as successful as possible. That sort of thing will just be um, an issue Mm. for a festival that is venue-focused. So right. we'll be thinking about probably smaller venues next year. Mm. We'll all, there's always St Mary's, which is great. There's the Community College, which is great, because oh, although they've had investment from the deal, we'll still be able to use most of the stuff with them will have been done by then. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll, th- we'll have to think creatively about venues next year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking creatively seems to be a strength of Todmorden, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go one way, go another. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like I said, there's so much going on. Because Dave and I are retired, um, we've joined the U3A, mm. which is a great resource, isn't it? It's amazing, isn't it? To know new it's people. so fantastic. I'm going to leave you this microphone because I'm going to go off now and hey. play indoor cricket with the U3A. <laughs> well, enjoy yourself. Look out for Ashley. Said he hadn't Take seen you. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, well, I'm more sedentary than Dave, if that's right. the word. I do things where you sit down. I read, I play Scrabble, yeah. I do crosswords, right. all that kind yeah. of thing, yeah, yeah. board games. And they've got all those. It's um, amazing yeah and, you know and there's philosophy and there's uh, photography and there's, you, you name the subject yeah if there's someone with an interest or an expertise in it it's, i know it's it's a very impressive movement yes there's something there this afternoon which i don't know if i can go to because i'm meeting some people before that um on tin pan alley oh really with um a christmasy theme right. to it right yeah. yeah i think it's in the um the methodist church hall yes but uh, but yeah that's with the u3a that's happening it's today fabulous. yeah yeah so well thanks for talking to us because as newcomers to todd it's 
great to get to discover all these things and you know it's a pleasure incredible edible was one of the things that just heard about years ago yes. and you know it's great that uh, it's, it's up and running and it's it's an amazing you know it's just amazing that if you can kick start a really great story and and demonstrate what you mean in the place you call home Mm. Taking Dave's point, you know, this is about what you can get your hands on, not worrying about what you can't get your hands on. Yeah. Then a community can deliver all sorts of benefits. Yeah. For its neighbours and, and its own people. It looks like it has done. And thank you so much. It's been lovely to talk pleasure. to you. My pleasure. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs>